The construction industry is undergoing a huge transformation. Designers and contractors are facing new challenges every day. We are all overloaded with rising material cost, a growing skilled labor gap, increasing project complexities, and countless digital solutions. This podcast focuses on innovation through process analysis, change management, and building a culture of continuous improvement. Together, we will learn from industry leaders on how to improve workflows, increase communication, and build the future. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. It's Tahira Ali, and I am coming to you from the Nika Innovation Overload Podcast Studio right here on the trade show floor of our 2021 Nika Convention in Nashville. So we are almost to the point of wrapping up day two, and I am so excited. This is going to be one of my favorite conversations I already know. So please join me, all of you listening, you know, listening at home, listening through vFairs or a virtual platform. Please join me in welcoming our special guest, Kyle Witte, who's a senior project manager of Lemberg Electric. He's also part of our inaugural cohort of the Innovation Institute. So he's part of our Edison cohort. Kyle, we're so, so glad you could join us today. How has convention been so far? Well, first, thanks for having me. It's been great. It's a good, really good experience. I have not been to the convention before, so I'm a newbie. So I have a lot to get through and a lot to learn, but uh, it's been a really good first couple days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For those of you who have been to a Nika convention, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of a lot at once, right? So it's appropriate that we're on innovation overload, mm-hmm. right? Because this certainly has been an overload. And I know innovation is a big part of what we talk about a lot, Kyle. You know, before we get philosophical here, share with me a little bit about your experiences and, and your, you know, how did you get into construction? What's your journey been like? I uh, went to the University of Wisconsin to, uh, to get a degree in uh, construction administration. At that time, president of the company was a member of our church. He offered me an internship. I worked two summers, a couple winters, and I started there right out of college. So I've worked up through CAD department operations, assistant PM, PM. Yeah, and it's been 26 years now. 26 years. I was going to say right out of college, so a year or two ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's kind of unique in this day and age. People don't usually stay with, with companies for so long in their career. And, and yet in construction, we see that quite a bit. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you're a pretty growth-minded person, and, and we spent some time together, and I would never expect you to stay somewhere where you'd be stagnant. So what what has kept you there for 26 years? What has kept you part of the Lemberg family? Well, it, 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 it's, you said it right there. It is a family. I mean, I've been there 26 years. My, my bosses have been there over 40, over 35. I can think of six or eight people that have been there over, over 30 years, my peers and, and bosses. And it has been a family. And we've certainly grown over that time to get larger. But I think everybody, everybody feels that same, that same feeling about the, being, a, being a family. That's so important. We heard it actually earlier today. We've been hearing it over and over again at convention, right? You can't have innovation take off without culture, without that, that, that sense of belonging. Let's look at the other side of that coin. Let's talk about innovation. So what is that? You know, you're part of this institute. Clearly, this is something of value to you. What does innovation even mean from your perspective? To me, 
personally, it means having the willingness to, to change, to look for answers, to look for the next better way to do things, right? That'll help the company as a whole, help our longevity, our sustainability. Because while being at a company for 26 years is fantastic. There is also the opportunity for complacency, right? Yeah. And being pretty set in your ways. You know, we don't, we're not around for 90, 90 plus years because by accident, we do things very well, right? But if you just sit back and think, well, we do that. We do that fine. We're all we're all good. We don't need to do this this different way. Or this is always. I heard this this morning. This is the way we've always done it. No, you need to change. Have the willingness to change and seek out change. That's yeah. Again, I, I'm going to say it again for those in the back. You need to change. You need to have the willingness to change and seek out change. That's there's something to that. If we uh, if we ever needed the mantra. Yeah. To get us to yeah. get us to continually improve. So what's what's an example of that? When you think of you know, most people think of innovation and they think it must be like a robot, right? But mm -hmm. it's not always that. So what's what's an example of a time that you've sought out change or looked to improve what you're doing? I think with our technology, how we equip our lead people in the field. I think we've been very ahead of the game with getting our foreman for people tablets, get them connected, make sure they get the information as quickly as we get the information in the office, mm -hmm. right? I mean, they're on the front line. They need to, half the time they need to see it before we see it. That flow of information and getting it to them quickly, I think that's that's what uh, I know Lemberg has done well, and we equip these workers to get everything they need. That's such a good point, right? Is It's about the flow of information is about the technology, but it's also, you mentioned something really insightful, which is equipping your workers, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about how you empower your people. Because at the end of the day, technology does us no good. Innovation does us no good if we can't use it to help drive our ability to be effective as a, as a team, as a, as a group. And that, I think that's so important. So you, you mentioned these tablets and everything that you guys are doing to kind of keep at the forefront of driving that. How do you personally how do you learn? Like, how do you find yourself able to, you're a busy guy. How do you, how do you make sure that you're still making sure that you're growing personally? Well, uh, certainly something like today, everybody around here is teaching something new. The breakout sessions have been great. Trying to, you know, self-educate that way. There's so many viewpoints and so much information from around the country here. Everybody has something Everybody has something different to bring to the table. Like I said, you might be, some company might be really good at something. They can share that, but then they might have some shortcomings elsewhere. Well, maybe we excel at their shortcomings. So it really gives a good opportunity to share those ideas, bounce ideas off each other and go from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so this is your first, you know, you've been in this industry 26 years and this is your first Nika convention, huh? Yes. So that's pretty wild, right? It's, yeah. it's been, it's been a lot. We're about halfway through at this point. Mm -hmm. There's so, so share with us. And again, for those who are, who are, who are virtually attending or those who are listening from home, what has been special about this? What, what would you say has, has surprised you or really left an impact on you from being here? Like I've said, going in those breakout sessions, listening to the panels, you know, they're there for a reason, right? They're, they're subject matter experts. Uh -huh. So they have this incredible information, yet they all 
can also be very self-deprecating when it comes to their <laughs> shortcomings. So it's important to see that we have a network here in NECA to communicate our issues with. And we, we need to utilize that and, and reach out to get some help because we can certainly give the help and they can give it right back. So that's what I've been really impressed with and really in, enjoyed the most in these last two uh, sessions, in these last two mornings, is that information. Everybody on the panels, they're super intelligent, but then, you know, there is that they know they have their flaws too. And then we're all here to work on them and, and improve and innovate. That's awesome. And and the panels that, that Kyle's mentioning, two in particular, um, best practices on innovation and how to optimize your tech stack. Both of those panels are available on demand on the virtual uh, virtual side of the NECA convention app. And actually, best practices on innovation is going to air tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for those of you who are tuning in virtually. And then even if you're listening to this weeks after convention, the best part is all of these sessions have been recorded. You, Kyle, and everyone like you who's registered for NECA convention, everyone with a full registration can actually log on online and check out those sessions and more on demand. And anyone who missed it or even who just wants to go back and be mm-hmm. re-inspired there's so much amazing information out there so it's it's really awesome to hear that like you said even the people who are the best of the best everybody's working on something right yes yeah yeah i highly recommend both of those if you can if you can watch them Oh, that's great. That's great. You heard it here first. (laughs) All right. So let's dive into the Innovation Institute, right? So this is a program. Kyle is part of our very first cohort. So can you explain a little bit even of, you know, what has that journey been like? How, How has your experience been? Share with our listeners. So the experience is it's been it's been great. I've shared with you already. I mean, it, it's it's a challenge. It's putting me in situations to get a little bit out of my comfort zone. Podcasts included. Podcasts withstanding. Yes, and it has really allowed me to communicate with directly with with my peers from around the country. It's a really good group of people with different backgrounds, different areas of the country, different marketplaces. That's been the really exciting thing about that is being able to reach out to them. They have really good experiences, but then they also have things they need to improve upon, which is why we're doing what we're doing. So it's it's been fun to get to know them. And the convention was also a great spot. We had a reception with them and it was good to meet them again, meet their spouses get to know them a little better about not just on our professional level, but on a personal level too. Yeah. And build that relationship. And what I think is one of the things that's really special about the Innovation Institute, right? We could have made this program a hundred people deep. Mm -hmm. And instead, to the chagrin of a lot of people, we made it 10 person cohorts. So you get a chance to really get to know people on an intimate level, right? Yes. That that intimate level is definitely there and, and felt. The first meeting, we're in a nice size boardroom you weren't overwhelmed because everybody was in there in the same same scenario and it was really easy to communicate with everybody in the room not you know because it wasn't too large that you couldn't couldn't talk to someone all the way over there it was four chairs down there's 10 of us <laughs> right so it's everybody it's not too loud you can get your point across it's, it, it was very good dialogue that's awesome and one of the things again for those of you who are tuning in one of the things that's really exciting about the innovation institute is that we are actually right now applications are open for our next cohort our second cohort ever of the innovation institute and that's going to be 
starting up in January. Applications are due November 12th. So for those who are interested, please reach out to innovation at nikanet.org because what's so powerful is you're learning from each other. You're learning from, you know, industry experts. You're learning from from the ability to challenge yourself, put yourself in, in situations you might not be comfortable with. And it's just such a great way to invest in yourself and invest in your business, invest in the elevation of your business. So can you share a little bit, Kyle? I know the capstone, to be honest, it's one of those things where it's been a big point of appeal for a lot of our, not just the Institute members, but also for your, your executive sponsors. Mm-hmm. So what is this capstone and, and, and what, is it, what does it allow you to do? Every company has, has a flaw or a need to improve. And it forces you to, to sit down and, and this, this is what I got out of both of the sessions this morning and yesterday. It was a common theme. It was, what problem are we trying to solve? Right. And mm-hmm. Perry said that yesterday and it came up again. Uh, Jeff said, what, what is the problem you are trying to solve? It has allowed myself and my executive sponsor, Mark, to sit down, talk about what are those high level things? What are the problems we need to need to solve? Discuss them, put a list together, say what's the biggest priority? What is doable? What what can we get done in the next you know six to eight to 12 months and really be impactful for, for our company? You bring up a really good point, which is, how do you not just figure out the right problems, but how do you drive impact, right? And that's such a such a cool part of the program, I think, is like I'm learning. I learn from all of you and from your different capstones and, and what, and, you know, the team that's putting together the Institute. We just love this chance to, to continue to gain knowledge about what the industry needs and gain knowledge that colors the way that we've presented the trade show, the way that we've focused the trade show education. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really great piece. And so you were, like you said, you, you knew someone and someone from your church and that led to you being in construction. We have a lot of listeners who are, you know, just curious about construction who may not already be in the industry or maybe are starting out their careers. What advice would you give them that maybe you wish you had had when you were first starting out or what would you share with them that that's really over the years helped kind of solidify who you are as a professional? As we talked about earlier, I'm a little unique for being with the company that long. And I've seen and noticed a lot where, you know, people move around a little bit, a little bit more. And I don't know if that's based on whether they're just not happy with the situation or they don't feel that the company can grow with them. And and I guess I challenge that to them. You're a part of the company. You you can make the change. You can innovate. You can push back, push back to, to your superiors about how innovation can help this company to grow, help them to see that. And, you know, don't give up right away with that. Keep pushing, stick around and, and make it work. That's awesome. Can you give an example of, you know, a time where you've been able to maybe help? I know the, the culture piece, the, the paying it forward is important, right? And so when you, when you're training your guys and the, you know, guys and girls in the field or in the office, what are some of the ways that you've kind of helped upskill those who are coming next? I think first and foremost, you need to know and understand how those people learn, you know, and what, what excites them. If you can harness what gets them motivated and then that mutually benefits 
the growth of the company. It's, it's win-win, but you need to get buy-in. You need to get them to feel that it's important for not only them, but for the future of the company. That's awesome. And you and I also talk a lot about trust, right? Building trust and, mm-hmm. and building relationships. What does that look like for you? Tell us a little bit about, about your team and, and even, you know, how do you apply the idea of innovation and problem solving to, to elevating the relationships you have with other people? Yeah giving the workers the tools. That's part of it. Give them the proper tools to do their job well. Build a relationship with them personally. Get to know them. I work with plenty of foremen out in the field that I've been here 26 years. They've apprenticed to me. We went, we've come up through the business together, me in the office, them in the field. I mean, those kind of things, you really get to know and respect those people that are out there every day. And that's a big part of, of what I feel that I, I do well is build those relationships with our workers. Yeah, that you, you we can never we can never overstate the importance of those relationships, the importance of not just with your team, but with those who are upstream and downstream, right? That's mm-hmm. that's such a big part of how you drive impact and efficacy, right? Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. So have you been able to meet people and start, you know, building those relationships or continue building those relationships here at the Nika show? Yes. Well, part of it was it was good to see the rest of the cohort, too, and, and, and expand upon that. We have some really good vendors here um, and manufacturers that we have great relationships back with in, in Milwaukee. I mean, you can't we can't do what we do without the support of our of our vendors and our manufacturers and showing us the latest and greatest. And you can't innovate if you don't have innovative products. And that's really why everybody is here showing what they can do and how they're going to help us to continue to grow. That's awesome. Uh, that, that that makes so much sense. And, and so tell us a little bit, again, you know, we've got some folks here who are tuning in who are actually at the convention with us. So they're, you know, around us, but just not in the studio with us. And then we've got some people who, like you, have never been, previously been to a convention. So can you paint a picture with words here for me? Walk our listeners through what is happening. What are some of the booths like around here? And what are some of the things that you're learning? Well, it's sensory overload first. It's, <laughs> for you, sure. Yeah, you can't make a turn without seeing some new product or plenty of giveaways. They, the bags they give you aren't big enough to hold everything that they want to <laughs> give you. But one of the most intriguing things I've seen so far is we're dealing with supply chain issues all across the board. And a lot of that is with our with our large switch gear. And the manufacturers are innovating new ways that don't require factories to be doing all of that for you. More modular builds on site with their local distributors. So that was exciting because that's been our biggest challenge the last year is is the supply chain issues and you know the schedules don't change yeah uh, but products are just not available so i've been kind of keeping an eye out for that or what's what's going to make that make my life easier in that regard that's awesome and how else do you learn about new solutions like how do you we talked about how you personally learn but if there's a new you know widget out there a new gadget a new means or methods on how to deliver a solution what does that look like how do you how do you chase down that information for lemberg most of the time our our manufacturers reps are are fantastic and they'll reach out to us and with any any new product that they have available they'll bring in they'll bring a sample they'll take us to the factory so that's a really important way trade magazines obviously but our vendors and distributors manufacturers they're just they're on top of it it's all these people that are here today that are proud of their products they're ready they're 
They want a partner. That's what we need. That's awesome. Especially again, I think you hit on something really special there. The pride, right? Mm -hmm. This place is teeming with pride. Mm -hmm. Everyone is just in your face because they are so happy to be together, but also happy to show you the things that they bring uniquely to the table, right? They're, They're excited about their products. Now, you can look out this window and see (laughs) six that are probably the same, but each one does something differently or someone's going to tell you why theirs is is the better product. And they truly are excited and and passionate about sharing that and trying to become a partner. Yeah. It's a, it's that unique value proposition, which is, Mm. which is really, really cool. So I, you know, we've talked about, all right, if you're in a company, if you're already in the industry, this is what you need to know, or this is the advice that, that you would give your past self. Mm. What about for those who are, who are who are just kind of starting to understand what construction is or like what the opportunities could be? Do you have any advice for those folks on what makes construction, especially electrical construction, such a special industry to be in? You certainly get to see a lot of different things, whether it's new construction, remodeling. It's what keeps me going. It's, it's nothing is the same every day. You're doing the same thing but because the industry changes you're you're constantly evolving and getting to see things from paper although now three-dimensionally not so much (laughs) on paper all the way to fruition and and building and and being done so that's really the big draw for me is all the changes the differences every day that's awesome that's awesome and to to kind of loop us back a little bit we talked about culture right you keep hearing and seeing and and living the fact that culture is so important what are some things from lemberg's culture that you know again we have a lot of contractors on on our listenership so when you think about lemberg's culture and what's really help you guys to continue to, like you said, almost get to 100 years. What are some pieces of your culture that you would encourage others to emulate or that have really driven that impact and that efficacy, driven that home for you guys? No matter what, Lemberg, we will get it done and we will get it done right. That doesn't mean we're going to make money. That doesn't mean there wasn't a mistake made, but we will get it accomplished. We will take care of it and make sure that the customer has the right experience. That's been our culture. We have, you know, a very deep customer base. And I think we do pride ourselves in taking care of all those customers. That's awesome. And I I think especially for those of you who are maybe newer in your careers, there's something really, really insightful in what Kyle just said. So you mentioned you'll get it done and you'll get it done right. Even if you don't make money, you're in business, right? Mm-hmm. You you work for a business. I work for a business. What's the point <laughs> of getting something done and done right? It's your reputation. You have to maintain your reputation. Mm-hmm. That's It's everything. There are a lot of us out there. We can all put in lights and we can all put in switchboards and outlets. But at the end of the day, is the job done right? Did you take care of the customer? Was it a great experience for them? And that will make them want to come back and continue to use you. So it's it's all about the reputation. That's the why. That's so important. That's so important, right? At the end of the day, your reputation, your character, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And I think that those of you listening can definitely understand why... Uh, why Kyle is one of the stars of our program, while he's just a great role model for our industry at large. So we've talked all across the board, right? We talked about the Institute. We talked about education sessions, the trade show, character. We got really philosophical here today. Take us home, Kyle. All of this boils down 
to so much. So what would you say is is just the the kind of the final thought, the takeaway, the call to action, whatever it is that you want our listeners to know that is your own way of leaving a mark, you know, on their lives, right? When they go back to whatever it is that they're doing after this episode ends. I, I wish it were I wish it were my thoughts because I, I have all these notes from these last two uh, t- two mornings. The one uh, Dwayne Hendricks said, embrace the change, which is very tough. It's hard. 26 years of doing something and we do it well. Uh-huh. I won't I won't be shy about that. We do it. We do it well, but you can always do something better. Don't be complacent with that. Work hard to make the change to improve upon what you already think is great because it can be greater. And then he also has said, work on the business, not just in the business. So that's, you know, a call to everybody to, to work on improving the entire aspect of, of everything in the company. So I, I got to give Dwayne Hendricks uh He's, he gets the credit for that one. I just, it, was, <laughs> it stuck out in my mind when I heard it uh, yesterday morning. So, Well, that's awesome. And you know what? Again, the coolest part about that is because you were at the convention, because you tuned in, you got to hear these great you know nuggets of wisdom from Dwayne and so many others. And where else are you going to hear from the CEO of a company that has 10 different trades? Mm-hmm. They could practically build the whole building themselves. Yes. Right? And that's what's so great is not just the fact that you're able to hear this, but again, that people are willing to share all in hopes of elevating all of us. And that's what's so amazing about about this opportunity and about what you're doing and what you continue to do for the industry. So thank you so much, Kyle. It's been so incredible to have you here on the show. So incredible to think about not just these big business decisions, but how they apply to who you are fundamentally as human beings. And again, for those of you tuning in, remember, if you have someone who is already a leader who is on their path to becoming you know more of a leader or who just wants to help continue to accelerate your business please please feel free to reach out we are recruiting for our next cohort for the institute so good old kyle here can uh can be living proof that there's there's always something more to to be learned and uh if you have any questions don't hesitate to to drop us a line at innovation at nikanet.org so we look forward to hearing on your views on growth, innovation, and the challenges ahead. 